0: Hello and welcome to Get Indie Gaming and to my Indie Insights review of Mutazione. Before I get into the review, I want to touch briefly on how it promotes and positions itself. It calls itself a mutant soap opera where small time gossip meets the supernatural. The challenge of leading with this sort of tagline associating the game with soap operas is for all the wrong reasons, gonna put some people off it. You see and you probably already know this, despite their prime time TV positioning, a soap opera just isn't a good thing for some people. People who say to others, oh I haven't watched a soap in years, well I'd wager they do so to differentiate themselves with the intonation that soaps in their mind well, they are not something we should seek out to enjoy. Many others have said similar things over the years and yes there is a level of snobbery branded around here by people looking down towards those that do. This is I suspect rooted within societal and sexual bias from yesteryear although it's highly prevalent in society today. It's of course quite wrong, look at any soap opera and you'll see complicated characters and storylines designed not just to entertain, but to educate and advise. Soaps are superb in their mass appeal to offer viewpoints and guidance on many issues including but not limited to race, acceptance, mental health, domestic and other sorts of violence and of course much more. Such snobbery does the genre and the talented actors, writers and those behind the camera a mass grave disservice. One other thing, Utazioni is not Well it's not the sort of game to get acquainted with on the shop floor of a games convention. That's where I first played it back at Gamescom a month or so ago. It's just too subtle an experience to be had amongst the noise and busyness of such conventions and I can appreciate why it wasn't displayed in the main auditoriums. It burns like a slow fine candle and the usual convention 5 to 10 minute demo, well it just wouldn't do it any justice. In the game you play as Kai, a fierce and independent mid teenage student where you begin this adventure with your mother down at the docks before boarding a ferry destined for the island of Mutazione where you're taking the trip to see what's said to be your dying grandfather. It's a smallish island community where prior events many decades ago saw the island struck by a meteor. While countless died in the blast and subsequent fallout, Those who lived and stayed were transformed over time into animal humanoid mutations. There's very little of what could be considered sinister with these islanders and their changes. Like other small island communities and having lived in one for the best part of two decades, I empathise with their human stories as they go about making the best of their situation in spite and because of their limited connections with the wider world. Mutazione is viewed on the mainland in terms of and by way of suspicion and as an outcast bell around the type of neck society. Since the meteor strike and subsequent mutations, very few incomers have made it or stayed on the island. Your grandfather however is one of these people, a scientist that landed and never left, a man who grew old amongst the people he found there and is now outwardly close to death. Having initially helped to nurse him back from the brink, you begin to learn more about your grandfather, the other folks on the island and their individual and collective stories. You also discover your grandfather is more than an aged scientist, he's also the islands healer or more accurately described in terms of being a shaman who's looking to pass his skills onwards to you. All in Mutazione should be considered a narrative adventure game. It builds into a fully cohesive experience over the course of a little over an in-game week. Naturally given this is a soap opera, the days are episodic and connect one day to the next with the continuation of the story with you also needing to complete various tasks while speaking with and learning more about the Islanders backstories. In an utterly magnificent pacing mechanic you are guided by way of your personal journal, a place where Kai makes notes of the events and comings and goings of her time on the island. This acts as a task manager of sorts with you able to use it to follow where and what you need to do to drive the story onwards. While linear, the overall story with you and your grandfather and the lives of others on the island is delicately written. It really does feel you are tapping into a small town community where people have lived together almost exclusively for decades. It certainly puts me in mind of the people I know from Guernsey, friends of my parents who've known each other for 60 or so years. I see this here and it comes across in the nature of the dialogue, the banter and the little annoyances you see between the characters that bubble to the surface. Kayazar lead shines with her personality and advanced emotional maturity. She's highly articulate and yet vulnerable enough at times to fall back towards a more guarded and stand offish defence. On a few other characters you'll meet, well I really enjoyed my time with Jella, a type of sentient spore. Then there's Spike, the owner of the village bar with a liking of morning swims and belly flops. There's also these little sausages with their part Del Boy and Gordon Gecko business plans and they're kind of at odds with nearly everything else on the island. This all could have been really mishandled although Hannah Nicklin with her writing and narrative design she's created something that feels close to the bone authentic while maintaining a subtle charm without. It's everywhere you might look, it's in how the island and its map sections are layered from the lighthouse at the tip of it to the harbour docks to the main square inland and then further out into the country and barren wilderness beyond. The music and other effects are also exquisitely done and to be honest, much of how fond I've become of this game is how the music shifts and shapes in accordance to the on screen action. It seems almost perfectly to mirror the events as the story unfolds with variations on a theme although I can't recall thinking I'd heard certain loops and musical phrases before. To delve too deeply into Kai and her relationship with her grandfather and other islanders well that would be too open for spoilers so other than mentioning we have aspects as promised in the titles tagline of the otherworldly and supernatural, this is all once more deftly handled with poise and grace. One of if not the defining storyline here is centred on the overall process and associated steps we take during grief and loss and which to labour the point is handled with more nuance subtlety and subject mastery than I can ever recall seeing outside of an academic environment. This became abundantly clear in the section of this storyline where you use your skills to regrow the characters long abandoned garden to help her find solace and to an extent an element of closure. You grow a number of these gardens during your time on the island, each come with and project their certain emotion With you playing the growing plants and trees different songs you learn from the islanders to help them grow. The planting aspects are in themselves a rewarding experience. The act of choosing which ones from the seeds you find or are given by others is down to you and while there are guidelines on which seeds work best in which soils, you're free to play around to see what works best and what doesn't. I found the soundtrack of these sections and the overall sedate nature of these scenes Well, I found it so very calming and peaceful. Once grown you can simply sit back and listen to the plants as they play their own tunes. It's all perfectly mesmerising and again so cleverly and deftly put together. As could be expected, I have a few criticisms here and there, the loading screens between the interconnected sections of the map come the end felt a little too long and happen a touch too frequently. In one instance I couldn't find a seed I needed to progress the story and while your journal has a seed section with beautifully detailed growing instructions and lore, I just couldn't see what I was needing to find. In the end a chance encounter with one of the characters fishing by the harbour had him giving me what I needed from his personal stash. This was a disjointed section of the overall experience although in truth it might just have been me and my poor searching skills. The endgame also is not without fault. Once you've completed the story, for now at least, you're not able to go back and replay the days in any order other than going all the way through it from the very first scene. I'd like to have been able to pick and choose which days to revisit to go over again the key story developments and twists. As for the soap opera overall, There's only one part of the tale that had me pause for a quick groan although once again when it does happen it's perfectly in keeping with the soap opera tradition at play and what can and does happen within small town and island communities. So in closing, Utazzione is special, the closest thing I'm able to compare it with is the recent Night in the Woods however it surpasses this tale all the way through in its story how it looks and sounds and also the underlying narrative and characterizations. It's the quintessential single player story driven adventure game that you can play today and it's so very, very brilliant. Mutazione was played here by way of the Playstation 4 version. The copy was provided by the publisher for review purposes. Mutazione is out on home computers and Playstation 4 on September the 29th. Many thanks for watching, if you've liked this review please hit the like button and perhaps subscribe to the channel. I look forward to welcoming you all back here soon for more indie game videos.